Melbourne North Hollywood, just a, a 10 minute ride away was, and still is, but was the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Ran by a guy named Jack Cassidorian, who was a guy who loves comedy, loves stand-up comedy, him and his wife, Terry. And uh, he'd always told me on a slow night, he goes, Tony, if only one person comes in, one is better than none, Tony. One is better than none. Well, his son uh, worked there. His son was a good guy. I knew him when he was a kid. And because he was in the comedy, because he was growing up in the comedy business, he naturally became a stand-up comedian. But he also became a producer, and they have put on a major comedy festival now that is a must-go comedy festival. Jack Jr.'s put that together. Funny guy. Funny guy and live event producer, Jack Jr. And it's cool to, uh, you know, a lot of people don't want to get old. Uh, but considering the alternative, it's not bad. But there's a lot of cool things about longevity. Longevity has its place. Uh, there's a lot of cool things about longevity. One of them being uh, watching people go through their processes. Watching very young people become young adults, become adults. Watching them become family people. Watching their, watching their success grow. And we've been able to do that with uh, Jack. Uh, uh, view. Okay, hold on. I'm just looking at something here. Yeah, he just, you know what, he's actually text, texting right now, and I'm going to text him, boom, uh, and I'm going to hit call now, we're going to try to get him on now, see if we get Jack on now, boom, all right, so now we'll see if that came through, uh, we're looking good here so far, so it's been cool to uh, follow Jack, and his dad's club has become one of the premier clubs in Los Angeles, and what happened was it started to be a place where uh, big name comics, major comics, knew that they could uh, work out kind of off the grid. All right, we're gonna see if this is all happening. Jack, what's up, Tony? Jack Jr. Yes, sir. Man, we were just, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads. Uh, the uh, voice you hear besides mine is uh, the extremely funny comic Jack Jr. Who? Let me get this out of the way. Who is, uh, and it's the important part, uh, who is at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight for two shows. That's Friday. Saturday for two shows. One show Sunday. You doing the Sunday show, Jack? Yes, sir. 7 p.m. You've got five chances to see this extremely funny guy. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Jack Jr. Yay. Yeah. You hear that thunderous applause? How are you? Doing great, man. Doing great. We had a show last night. It was, it was freaking packed. We had a good time. And, uh, I can't believe I woke up this morning. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I mean, I know Rick well, and I know, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit uh, in a moment. I know your, I know your dad and your mom uh, fairly uh, real well too. And I've watched uh, the, uh, in both uh, Rick and Tammy, and your dad Jack Senior and your mom Terry are like independent people. They're independent people who kind of started their thing without any uh, uh, big help from other sections of the entertainment industry and have turned them into two of the most successful clubs in the country. Now, I mean, Rick owns several clubs, but we're just talking about the Phoenix Club. That Phoenix Club is an independent club, and it is happening just like the ha-ha is happening right yeah. now. A lot of the reason the ha-ha is happening is because of stuff you're doing out there, too. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I started uh, there producing shows, 
meeting the comedians and learning the art and then just kind of became a comedian myself. And it's been, uh, it's been going great. It's been going great. I've been headlining all over the country. And uh, I'm in Phoenix now. And shows are going to be fired. Um, I got a, a Rene Garcia is featuring me. He's from L.A. He's on Showtime. Um, Tony B's hosting. It's just a fun party. It's a, it's a show for everyone. Uh, it's all, not all ages, but, you know, I'm 21 and above, you know, you can be, you can be in your 60s and we'll, we'll make you have a good time. You can be in your 70s. Last night there was an uh, audience member, she was 77, and she came up to me, she's like, thank you, I had an amazing time. And that was the biggest compliment, you know? You know, uh, you're absolutely right. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to Renee Garcia. It's, I hear, I, so I was associated with your dad and his club uh, almost 15 years ago now. So it was yeah. al- almost 15 years ago. And um, I was associated, uh, uh, your dad was uh, kind enough, your dad, mom, that uh, I did some stuff there. I ran, a con- I ran a contest there for him for a while. Uh, did I some, remember. I, did I remember some, that. Yeah, I did some workshops there. And I remember Renee Garcia early on and that your mom and dad were big supporters of Renee's before anything was happening for him. Yeah. You know, they were a big supporter of you before anything was happening for you. <laughs> yeah, totally. It was, I wasn't even doing I mean, I was, my parents still don't support me, but you know, that's how they're thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, like, why are you why are you over there in Rick Brunson? We have a comedy club over here. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the cool thing about you. Come here. So, a quick funny story. Um, uh, one time you came into the studio live and you were featured for someone and I, I didn't know... You, know, you were just going by Jack Jr. So, I, and yeah. we're, we're sitting there doing the interview. You're sitting next to me in the studio, and I'm talking, <laughs> and I'm talking to the headliner. You kind of look at me. You go, "I think I know you." <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm like, I do know you. It was with Dustin Gabera. Yeah, it's because you had a beard and a, like a ponytail, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, you had like one of those disguises you buy like a Seven <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. I still have it. I I'm like, like is he? Ha- is he hiding from somebody? <laughs> hey, I live on the outskirts of Phoenix. I still have the beard and ponytail. You tell me, pal. So uh, uh, you should you should come to a guest set tonight. You know, I would, but I've got to be on the other side of the state tonight. But I might try to come down this. You know what? I'm going to try to come down Saturday or Sunday and do it. Tonight uh, is totally out, but I might be able to come down late show Saturday night. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm headlining. I have the power to do that. So I would love to have you come to a guest set. Now, when I knew you. You were in high school. Yeah. You were a kid, and you were you were Jack's kid. Yeah. But now you are no longer in high school, and you've got kids. Technically, I didn't, I didn't graduate, so I'm still in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there's there's an old old joke about uh, an immigrant who uh, goes in and applies for a job at the bank, and they go and. And uh, they tell him to fill out the application. He said he can't, you know, he, can be, he can't really read or write English. And they go, get out of here, you dirty immigrant. You can't even read or write English. So the guy has an old beat-up truck, and he starts a trash hauling business. And then he buys another truck and another truck until he becomes the biggest trash hauler in the nation. And one day, uh, he's in the bank, and they're, you know, kissing his ass because he's rich. And, uh, and he goes, they go, sir, if you, you're the richest man in the country. Just think where you'd be if you could read and write English. He goes, I tell you where I'd be, writing this banks. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, first off, any kids, listen, stay in school. But for some people, 
for some people, I think, you know, that entrepreneurial, that independent, that rebel streak is, is uh, such a positive element in them. They go, I'm going to start now. And that's kind of what you did. Yeah. And you went out and had it. You went out and had like 15 kids, right? Yeah, I got three kids. Three kids. Three. Yeah. Yeah. And how old are they? Two of them are my stepkids, but I don't call them my stepkids. I call them my kids. Unless they fuck up, then like they're not my kids. (laughs) (laughs) How old are the kids? One's 14, uh, one's 10, and one's 9. My son's a 9-year-old. Wow. Hey, wherever you're standing, where you were standing a minute ago, you came in clearly. Where you're standing now, not coming in clearly. Okay, I, was in the, I went to the bathroom. Ah, all right, well, then, it's, you know, that uh, something got cleared. But uh, there. I'll go here. Yeah. Is that better? That's better. Hey, I want you to tell, I want you to, yeah, you, you sound beautiful now. You sound beautiful. Perfect. I want you to tell me a little bit about this festival that I think you guys just had there and that you were a big part of putting together at the HaHa ha in North Hollywood. My parents, my parents uh, 30-year anniversary owning HaHa ha was uh, two years ago. So I wanted to do like a big event for that. So I was part of the Big Sky Comedy Festival and the Big Pine Comedy Festival and I learned a lot about the festival and I just asked around like, what are the tools, what do I need? And I basically had all the tools, I just put it together, and I, I created the NoHo Comedy Festival. And then I did everything by myself. Uh, I opened up the comedy at different venues all over Lancashire Boulevard, all over, all over in the NoHo Arts District. And then I called all my big-time friends, like Ken Jung, Eric Griffin, Brian Callen, uh, Jimmy Schubert, um, Marlo Wayne, uh, everyone, all my big-time uh, comedy friends. And they all came down to support the festival. And then we also selected uh, 32 comedians from all over the country to come perform in L.A. Now, the, the festival covers hotels and all meals. You know, I, uh, I was uh, following it, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, on, on the Internet and see what was going on. And I went, that, is, that was one of the most stunning arrays of talent. One of the most stunning arrays of talent I had seen gathered uh, in one place ever. You know, look, comedy festivals are great. They're great, and they're great for uh, comics coming up. And it's a great way to uh, network and hubbub and and uh, uh, all that sort of thing. But oftentimes, the only person at a comedy festival is um, you know, there's like one guy who's a, an assistant agent from APA, and he'll be judging. You know. But uh, yeah. you had everybody who was anybody at yeah. that at that festival. Yeah, I, I had a I had cruise line um, cruise line agents. I had APA, I had CA, I had uh, people from Comedy Central. I had the bookers from the Improv. I had the bookers from uh, Phoenix, from uh, other festivals, from Las Vegas, uh, Sacramento, Portland. It was everyone was there. You know the ha, ha you know I and I I, I, if, I I don't if you don't want the interview to go this way, but I, I'm just you know I I got such a fondness for your entire family, you know uh, your your mom, your dad, you. Um, how's your sister? She's doing good. She's uh, she's getting married. I'm actually going to Las Vegas uh, next month to go um, celebrate her wedding. Uh, she, they're great. Dude. Everyone everyone's doing great. Um, they're not really involved with the haha. They're doing their own thing, and uh, 
We actually, we all kind of are. We're all doing our own thing. <laughs> what well, you know, the thing I, I loved about uh, loved about your dad was uh, he, your dad and your mom gave so many people chances when no one else would give them chances. You know, and and, and I'm going to say this. I'm really going to say this. A lot of uh, uh, minority, I don't even know if that's the right term anymore, but a lot of minority comics who couldn't get booked anywhere, your mom and dad backed them and would put them up over and over and over, you know, and, and really helped a lot of careers. So um, I got a lot of fun. And so, and that club went from basically going to Friday night and see you and me to now the hottest club in the city. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been great. We're like we're up there with the with the laugh factory and the comedy store. It's, it's, it's a, the thing about our club is a lot of the a lot of the big names like coming in by because at the comedy store, the laugh factory, we're only getting like ten, twelve minutes. Yeah. If uh, if a if a Marlon Wayne comes by, we'll give him an, an hour. You know, he'll come to an hour. You know, I was there one night. Um, I was there doing something and. Um, uh, a comic came in that Carlos Mencia was was mentoring, and I know there's a lot of controversy about Carlos. I I, I I'm tired of it even having to be brought up. I've known Carlos since he was a kid. Always like Carlos. Let people have their decisions. Carlos goes on stage, people laugh, boom. So Carlos came in, okay, and he wasn't going to go up. He was not going to go up. He said, "I'm not going up. I just I brought this kid in. I want to watch this kid." And whoever the host was mentioned that he was in the room. Goes, maybe we can get him to come up. And I was standing next to Carlos. I went, God, he got upset. Not because he was ego. He was there for his friend. Because uh, I do a couple minutes. He did an hour and a half. Yeah. And I was standing with your dad. I go, these people just got a $100 show. I go, you 100%. go. Yeah. And that's the kind of things that you get to see there. Plus, I, you know, you see all these major names. But you know what the real secret, Jack, to why the haha is so successful, don't you? What is it? Parking. Yeah. You got parking. You, yeah. you, you go to the you go to a club in Hollywood, there's no place to park. You pay thirty bucks to park somewhere. Ha ha right across the street. On the street. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're not at that location anymore. We're off the street. I know where you are. I know where you are, but I've been there and I pulled up and I I pulled up to the new place with um someone where your dad first uh uh where you guys first changed locations. And I pulled up yeah. with uh, either my uh, business partner, Kevin O'Day, and my brother, Jerry. And I said, we got to go in and say hi to Jack at his new place. And I pulled up and I go, I love this club. And they go, you haven't been in yet. I go, but yeah, look. Look where we're parked. We have par parking in L.A. Yeah, parking in L.A. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Listen, uh, so you're, you're in Phoenix now. You're at Rick's place. Where do you go from here? Are you going back home or are you going someplace else? Um, I'm headlining the Irvine Improv uh, July 16th, uh, and then I'm uh, we're in Portland. Bend, no, not Portland. Yeah, I'm going to Bend. Actually, I'm going to Bend, Oregon, uh, the following week. Then I'm in Las Vegas headlining the Stratosphere July 26th. And then uh, I mean everything's on my website, JackJuniorComic.com. Say that again, please. JackJuniorComic. JackJuniorComic.com. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put that link up on all of our stuff. But you're real. You're a real deal, man. You're actually out doing the deal. Yeah, man. I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm headlining. I'm I'm out of, I'm out of the I'm out of the way twice a month, so I'm I'm constantly booked. It's blessed, blessed. Well, I you know I can't tell you how happy uh, we are for your success. 
and uh, we're looking forward to following your continued success. Uh, I'm going to try to make it down this weekend, but if not, I'm going to stay in touch with you. I come in L.A. once a month. Um, a lot of times, like, if I come in L.A. and I'm, like, out Woodland Hills, I, I don't go anyplace else because I can't. Because uh, I was on the 405. I was going from Woodland Hills to Redondo Beach. And I was on the 405, and my phone told me that I was on the fastest route, and I was doing three miles an hour. So, um... <laughs> That's LA. <laughs> so uh, a lot of times I get to go, but the next time I come into town, I'm going to see if you're in town. I want to pop down to Haha and see you and your dad and your mom and everybody down there. Okay. Well, sure, bro. Thank you for thank you for thank you for the time, bro. Jack, always you know I, I got the call. He said, "Hey, we got Jack Jr." And to be honest with you, we were we were kind of uh, taking a couple of breaks this summer, and we were thinking about taking a break this week. But I heard you were in town. I go, "Let's do the show. Let's not take the break. Let's not run a repeat." Let's get Jack on because we love that guy. We love his family. Thank you, man, for talking to us. Yeah, the door, get in. All right, pal. <laughs> Take care. Bye, bye. All right, that was. Uh, I like that. I like that, man. I like. Um, a lot of people don't. They look at me. They kind of cock their eye when I say I like watching people succeed. You know, oh, come on, wait a minute. I like I like watching people that I met with at the beginning of their journey and seeing them as their journey is working so much. So uh, and it's certainly working for him. He is a class. He, he's not a kid anymore. He's a grown man. He's got a fourteen year old kid. I think when I met him, he was fourteen. Funny and you know what? I don't know how much any of that matters to any of you. It matters a lot to me. But he is funny. You pop down there to Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Two shows tonight. Two shows Saturday. One show Sunday. And you will see a funny show in a beautiful club that has really good parking. Do you know there's a couple clubs in town? And I'm not putting down clubs in town. I like all the clubs in town. But some of them where their parking is not, you know, one place you got to pay for parking. That's unheard of in Phoenix. But uh, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, houseofcomedy.net. That's where you see Jack Jr. tonight. Uh, you'll be able to see me tonight. At the Black Box Theater in Casa Grande, Arizona. You'll be able to see me Saturday night at Vito's Restaurant in Mesa, where we've got none other than Christopher Royer. If you're looking for a high-quality comedy experience uh, where the costs are up front, one of the issues with going to a comedy club for some people is they'll get free tickets, but then after they buy food and drink for themselves and, and, their, uh, and their friend, their partner, whomever, uh, it's 100 bucks. Well, with Vito's, the uh, price is up front, but you get an incredible dinner. Some of the, just the, the best Italian food this side of the Rockies, and I mean that. Uh, the best food this side of the Rockies. Um, if you're looking for a great dinner and a great comedy experience, only 50 tickets. It's, it's a very exclusive kind of thing. Uh, you can get tickets by going here alone. Then uh, my producer, happens to be my wife, Shirley, walked into the room. Then my dog, Roscoe, walked in. And then my grandson, Sullivan, walked in. And then my granddaughter, Selma, walked in. So we are packed out. You guys want to say hi? Hello. Selma. For my producer, who just happens to be my wife, Shirley Lovisic, and my grandson and my granddaughter and my dog, Roscoe, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of This American Podcast. We'll be back next Friday with another thrilling episode. Goodbye.